0: We have one last room to visit, and that is Stormy's playroom. So, follow me. Okay, we're gonna
1: wake Stormy and get out of here and show you guys her room. Rise and shine. Hello. Well, a very Hello. The- heavy, a heavy, do- heavy, dirty, the- We had a very dareson. But the- let's go to Terrace Chase and look for the bit, they the heavy pit. Hello. Okay. Is this thing on?
2: I think we are good. Yeah. The levels were too high last time, so I'm like really look, avoiding that.
1: Look, it's a learning experience. <laughs> Should I talk like that today? Could that be kind fun? was
2: like breathy, like. No,
1: you already are breathy I enough. Re-
2: okay. I'm too far. <laughs> oh my god!
0: <laughs> You're making me look well, so dainty.
2: Too, way, way too close, either. Hmm. Is Ryan home? Yeah, that's his truck yeah. rolling down the street. That's his carriage. <laughs> <laughs> his motorized. You Mad know he kid. takes his horse
1: to work. <laughs> his chariot.
2: You know he takes Bethany and Stephanie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is the, that your name? A horse.
2: The girl who cut my hair, or the woman? I apologize. Who cut my hair? The other How girl. dare you? Um, and did a great job. Yeah, I got, I got a haircut. Um, it's pretty great. Since
1: you've been here. Yeah.
2: What this inspired is like, this that? This like, significant. Well, I haven't gotten a haircut from a professional... Hello. In, from a professional... Hi. ...since October. When okay. I went to my friend's wedding in Maryland. And otherwise, I've just been doing it myself. That's kind
1: of crazy that I didn't notice, because I feel like when men get their haircut, it's so embarrassing and this obvious. Is like, this is... Okay. Yeah. Well, Very that's a short. testament to what an incredible barber that woman who cut your hair is because I feel like I've never seen a guy look good with a haircut within the first week. Like it's it literally is always shameful. Wow. Like I feel like Thank men you. should go into hiding when they get a haircut.
2: Well, I've been getting this I've been getting the same fascinating content coming to you live. <gasps> Episode 71. The 70s are going to be a going to be a good decade. We're going to
1: talk a lot about hair. I
2: love our decades of episodes. Mm. Each one kind of feels like it has like a A thing, you know? Yeah. Like decade one, the beginning, obviously. (laughs) Decade two, the teens.
1: A real coming of age.
2: A coming of age, but also a falling apart,
1: big time. You know,
2: and the twenties are about
1: like breaking down what we have and then reconstructing, reconstructing is something
2: that is so much more beautiful and greater than we could have. It's ever kind of imagined like prior. it's almost
1: like when when you it's make exactly mosaics like and you like shatter <laughs> plates and then you take those fragmented shards. Nick,
2: <laughs> sorry, I was like really out of frame. Okay, Go ahead. this is so. Like I don't know if it's an I don't know if it's an embarrassing level of amateur or if it's like a charming level of amateur. Like this little setup we have going. Like our whole little operation. We made we we're making enough money on Patreon that we have to like do like taxes.
1: Why would you tell that to the people? why why, why oh. couldn't we just commit tax fraud in peace?
2: And The fuck is wrong with
1: you? Fumbled the bag. And
2: I was like trying to like fill this thing out, and it was like business type, and and like one of the options was partnership, and I was like, I guess, Ew. I guess partnership, domestic uh, partnership, yeah, gay marriage. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We've said it before and we'll say it again. Gay marriage should be between two podcasters.
2: Gay marriage should be between a man and a woman who aren't sexually attracted to each other. Hugely. (laughs) But have somehow transcended to a new form of love. And one of them
1: colds all the time and sits in the fetal position and wears a robe over her clothes. Another one has a bold hairy chest and a chain. You look awesome. Thank you. You look really Italian. <laughs> you ruined it. <laughs> Are you anti-Italian?
2: I mean, I've been that day, day <laughs> one, day one. Portuguese is the superior Southern Europe country.
1: Well, I don't disagree. Yeah.
2: You know, it's, it is what it is. One time when I was like 10, I was on YouTube and I was looking at a, really? I was looking at a music Portugal video. Portugal
1: supremacy question I was, mark. I was
2: looking, I was looking at a, uh, a music video from like a Portuguese artist. Uh-huh. So it was this like really like. Shitty. It was like high school level quality, like music video. But it was like you saying that Portugal
1: doesn't turn out good music or musicians. Well,
2: well, I was ten and looking it up. So clearly, I thought it was they had something to offer. The the, the, I had to Google search it. The culture, and I just remember the top comment on that video. (laughs) What (laughs) What was it? And this is a video with like eight thousand views, maybe you know. Okay. And like less than forty comments and. (laughs) Girly.
1: You're gonna have to ignore her, and I know that's hard for you in your condition. No, but I'm you're like, gonna have to ignore her.
2: Um <laughs> in your condition. In your, your condition. condition. You'd like <laughs> that, um, wouldn't you? Yeah, little, um or are really right. <laughs> no, I and the in the top comment was If you wanna know what we're talking about, go to youtube.com. The top comment was Portugal colon, the other Mexico.
0: I was like
2: <laughs> 'cause Portugal kind of like Did that resonate with Portugal you? Portugal kind of do be like Europe da other Mexico. Europe's Mexico in a way. <laughs> like every time I've learned any any time I've learned about like Mexican culture, Mhm. I feel like there's always been like a somewhat pretty direct equivalent in Portuguese culture.
0: <laughs> Do so you they, think they,
2: they've kind of come across to me as like somewhat, somewhat similar, I guess. Do
1: you think every continent has their
2: own personal the own Mexico? Mexico? <laughs> <laughs> Antarctica is the Mexico. of the world. Um, You're so brave for saying that. No, but maybe like Australia is the world's Mexico. I don't know.
1: Mm, right in.
2: <laughs> I don't know, but no, I mean, I think, you know, i think just like in terms of like day-to-day cultural experiences sure. there seemed to be a similarity obviously the histories are like very different um but yeah no i guess i do look italian
1: it's mainly it's in the chest hair yeah it's the chain in yeah. the chest hair and the arm hair and the facial hair as i was saying if I nick wanted of, to I be like fun
2: of my leg like, hair in middle school for like having it and in hindsight i'm like what the fuck are you talking about that just means like my dick was <laughs> bigger than yours too. <laughs> He's like, look at my new hairless leg. Okay, it feels so smooth when I l- rub it against <clears throat> fleece blankets. I've always wanted to shave my legs, literally, just to do that.
1: Yeah, you'll have fun with it for ten seconds. And, and then the like next day forest. when it's stubble yeah. and then your like microfiber blanket is getting like stuck to <laughs> oh, okay. the like little prickly hairs, you won't be having as much fun anymore. That right, sounds, right, with sounds your like an experience. Hair.
2: That sounds like an experience equivalent to an experience that Dan just told me about because he, he might have like mono or something right now. And I'm so um, glad
1: you're here with me, safe and sound in mommy's arms where you
2: belong. Put your head on my bosom. <laughs> oh, I need to crack my neck. Like I don't like whatever I'm a part of right now Okay um, This feels fake This feels not real
1: I'm gonna let you guys guess which one of us is high right now no, It's not
2: It's not me
1: Look at the camera if you're high
2: <laughs> I, I checked to see what you did I was like I should do that I'm um, life bitch But he might have mono and he said that like Sunday to Monday like that night he couldn't swallow, so he just had, like, a cup next to his bed that he was, like, spitting into, like, all night. And he told me that, and I was like, honestly, experiences like that, like, that experience is so awful, it makes you get, like, that makes you understand why people, like, kill themselves. It's like, sometimes the pain is too great.
1: Are you saying people with mono should kill themselves? Should take their own lives? No, but
2: it's, like, so unpleasant that it's just... I mean...
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty awful. When I mean, when I had COVID, I felt like the there was a time when like, I was like, I don't yeah. know if I can live through this because it was so unpleasant. No,
2: kind of. Yeah, I mean, I had mon- I had mono. I got mono for my prom date.
1: You've told me. Yeah,
2: and it's like I my lymph nodes were so swollen I couldn't I literally couldn't swallow. I only drank like aloe water for two weeks. I was on the aloe water diet.
1: <laughs> don't tempt me.
2: A W D A W A N W Yeah.
1: Guys, have you listened?
2: Have you listened? It's, what, seven and a half minutes? Oh.
1: Yeah. I've listened many times in the past 48 hours. hmm If you don't know what we're talking about, Lana Del Rey's new song, go look it up, listen to it, live it, laugh it, love it.
2: Gatekeep, girl bus, gaslight.
1: It's so good. She finds a beautiful way to always... It's like... Soft and feminine, but also like sexy and mysterious.
2: And like like some like rage.
1: And some like, but it's so beautiful and it's like tender rage. She's really like complex and like, I feel like no one else is doing it quite like her. I really love.
2: She's definitely like, yeah, she's definitely like very singular.
1: Hugely. And I feel so proud of her every time she comes out with new music. That is getting like widespread good feedback. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's my girl. I knew, I knew there was something to her.
2: No, l- l- yeah, literally. Like, hello? Um, hello, 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 Um She has always kind of done a very good job of being able to, um, like. You kind of like talk about crude things in a crude way that's still like beautiful
1: yeah that's a good way of saying it
2: like she's kind of been able to be crass but in like a very uh dainty
1: and delicate way
2: like feminine and in like like cinematic kind of, like her, her music is is very yeah it's very cinematic and very um uh mel- like melodramatic almost, but in a, in, a, in a self-aware way.
1: But it also feels so genuine. Like it doesn't feel melodramatic and like schmaltzy for the people. It feels like true to her. She's like, this is how I feel and this is who I am. And that makes it like more powerful because even though it mm-hmm. is like Perhaps a little cheesy at times or a little heavy handed. it's still just like it feels so true to herself,
2: yeah, and she um especially kind of with a lot of like a lot of uh female artists in the past like seven years mm-hmm. or i mean longer really like it's for like quite a while it's been about like kind of like female like liberation and being able to like be sexual but in a, but in like an empowered way mm-hmm. essentially she's
1: always been doing that
2: but the way she does it by like kind of doing the opposite yeah you know of uh kind of talking talking about female sexuality in a way that feels honest if at times also like unflattering to women almost you know what i mean
1: yeah, she does the like like she's
2: she's kind of able to, she's able to um <laughs> kind of like make some like somewhat fundamentally like sexist points but in a way that feels true to her like lived experience. Almost. No, no,
1: no, exactly. Like
2: And once again, in a self-aware way.
1: In a self-aware way in a way that feels very like I
2: hope it made an ounce of sense? No, it absolutely did. <laughs> okay. Like a lot of
1: her, what she talks about in a lot of her experiences feel like if you just took them out of context, like, anti-feminist, or, like, outdated, or, like, trad, everyone's favorite word, but she's so, like, honest and genuine about it that, like, you can't be mad, that she's just like, this is what it is, this is my experience, this is who I am, I'm merely a girl in this world, but I'm like, hell yeah, Lizzie. No, yeah, like, she, um... I like that, I think, because I feel like there's a lot of, I mean... God, where am I going with this? I feel like even in my lifetime, I've seen female sexuality and like being a sexual being and like being an empowered sexual woman take on so many forms. And I mean, I think that has to do with just like different phases of my life I was in and different phases of life the whole world was in. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I've talked about before, like in high school, it was the very like, who can do the freakiest sex act first? And it was like this weird competition of like who can do the most Kama Sutra positions <laughs> no, before yeah, the like, next person can't, yeah, like yeah. just for the sake of like saying they did it. And then I think in when I was in college, it was a little bit more about like. <sighs> I've been watching too much Sex in the City. It's like having sex like a man, like hooking up and Mm -hmm. feeling nothing and like being empowered that way and like taking control of that. And then I've seen like more recently it almost swing back into like showing yourself self-love by like not letting men beat you in
2: the bedroom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or like, do you know what I mean though?
2: No, yeah, and, and just the, like, you, you, when you think about artists from, like, 2008, I guess, onwards, um, like, you have, like, Lady Gaga, who is, like, immediately very, like, uh, like shamelessly sexual you know, like sure. in, in her music and her videos. And, well, in these days and you see that. like
1: a lot of artists wearing like BDSM gear at yeah. their concerts and stuff. Even if <clears throat> Sam Smith, even if that's no, like not really their brand
2: doesn't <laughs> at all. Like, it's all like, right. Like, hey, when you go to the Sam Smith concert, you'll be walked like a goddamn dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is that what we're expecting from a Sam Smith concert now? And like, like, you like, mean the, the Balladeer? Okay. The merch, okay. The merch at that concert would be so fucking nuts. It's like a a ma- like a dog mask, like a gag, a whip. What what else? Oh like my a my, leash? Should I get it's a all- Sam Smith and, like, vlog? The- <laughs>
1: <laughs> a cat of <or> nine <laughs> and, tails.
2: And, like, there's like stuff no one's ever seen. It's like it's like fucking Christian Gray's like gay ass bedroom. <laughs> Any man who's that into his own sexuality, like, be gay. Like, <laughs> Christian gay. Okay. Nick, so, that's a
0: hot take.
2: So, <laughs> you're know, not. But, you're not wrong like, though. You're the, so the not che- wrong. No, like the cheapest, like the cheapest thing at that <laughs> Sam Smith concert, it's like a seventy-five dollar, like fucking leather leash. Because they own a farm where they farm the animals that they then skin themselves. It's a farm-to-concert. <laughs> it's a farm-to-concert pipeline. Experience. A farm, no, it's a farm-to-the-skin-on-your-back pipeline. What a nightmare. A farm-to-bedroom. But that's like, what a crazy... Twi- the Sam Smith saga has like... Because <clears throat> we weren't talking about them for quite some time. I'm just saying... And it's like, how about we return? I... <laughs> <laughs> I thought of them as a tender
1: balladeer and then one day they broke out the whip and were like nice to meet you and i'm like
2: all right do you i mean it's like a whole different art. but okay but back to lana back to lana Lana. this isn't the sam smith podcast back to even though they
1: do be taking up a lot of space
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) a (laughs) disproportionate Space.
1: <laughs> yeah, because they're wearing fucking pants like that, that pl- like black, latex pants that, that extend six guys, feet, like the wingspan on either so side. Scary. How many times can I say scary. "like" in a sentence? They're wearing like these black pants what, with like like, <laughs> like, 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 like. Shut the fuck up, bitch.
2: That's so scary. <gasps> that um, I can it? I can't pay attention to how many times I say "like" in an episode, or else it's yeah I shouldn't even said that because now everyone's gonna do it but I don't do it
1: guys promise you uh, won't
2: between us please no but pay (laughs)
1: attention to that's between you and me um,
2: (laughs) 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 Uh, I wish getting what you that vinyl of the podcast had been like a financially feasible gift me too because uh, what a great thing. Once, hopefully, we get to a point where where it is. <laughs> we will. Yeah. Back to Lana. Back to Lana. So you have Lady Gaga being very shamelessly sexual. And then you have <clears throat> a lot of artists, like, kind of af- after Lady Gaga. Like, sure. immediately after. It kind of, like, exponentially grew in terms of female artists. Like, I don't know. You kind of, I, I feel like Cardi B and Lana Del Rey are at, or. are, opposite ends of like a imagine a circle I guess they're kind of at opposite ends of the circle but it's all centered around the same like conversation oh okay I guess
1: beautiful example I mean it's like hard to compare the two because obviously their music is very very different I think the difference once again is that with Lana it just feels more it feels more genuine and it feels more it feels less performative almost and I mean, as someone who like, I love Cardi B's music. I have listened and enjoyed and will continue to do so. But it feels it's like for, it's for the audience. And where Lana's almost feels like it's for herself and the fact that other people like it and resonate with it is almost like a byproduct. It's not like she's sitting down to like, write. how can I write a song to make bitches like shake their ass and feel sexy and fun
2: writing music. She's not writing music to like chart. She's not writing hits. And I fucking love her for that. She's such a little freak.
1: Oh, my other, my, my theory about this, this album that's coming out. I kind of think I weirdly feel like it's going to be her like last thing. And then she's going to go into retirement and like, Move to some little farm in Missouri and work at a Kohl's and (laughs) like never be heard from again. And good for her if she does that.
2: Her Kohl's cash with that employee discount.
1: What more could she need? Literally. But people have been saying that it sounds like a combination of all of her previous albums, which it totally does. And I could almost see her being like, and that's my last piece of art for the people. (laughs) And now. I bid you all adieu. And then, like, just disappearing. And
2: that was the last thing because I had to contribute to my work. To
1: the culture. It's all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she's like, I can say that I had ASAP Rocky on a track.
1: <laughs> and you shouldn't have.
2: She, she's like, he gave me a pass. I'm like, A$AP Rocky gave you a pass, Lana? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, she's. I just love what an enigma she is Yeah. because as much as I love, well, I don't, <laughs> speculating about celebrities' lives, I love that I know essentially nothing about Lana Del Rey.
2: Yeah, same. Every time I get new pieces of information, I'm kind of like, oh, which I, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, I just need to just know in terms that she of shops her, at Kohl's. Just in just terms of and her, like, it. current life, like, her celebrity feels weird. feels very bizarre. Mm-hmm. You know? Um,
1: big time that's yeah. all I have to say about that
2: yeah uh, I was gonna say that it's always very enjoyable I mean it's enjoyable regardless of the artist if you like have someone you really like and you're kind of able to like turn someone on to that music there's mm-hmm. like really no better feeling than that oh yeah um and I feel like I've done that with a few people um with Lana with Lana yeah yeah I don't know I guess people who have only heard like a certain sound from her, mm-hmm. or like a certain few songs, um, or just kind of like only knew her through, know her through, like memes. Yeah, you know, because she's all she's very memeable, unfortunately.
1: <sighs> I love her. <laughs> yeah,
2: um, but no, I do, I do, I, I do, I do just find her music interesting, to say the least, and in, in how it uh, is willing to like kind of be ugly.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I love when she does I know they talked about to it be, on.
2: In order to be like truthful. Sure. Yeah.
1: I they talked about it on Red Scare when Blue Banisters came out specifically on um the song Beautiful. How sometimes like her lyrics, like the syllables don't fit in the musical phrase, but she makes like it is so important to her that she say exactly what she wrote <laughs> with that melodic pattern that like she makes it work that whole like what if like someone had asked Picasso not to be sad and just to say Picasso not to be (laughs) to like make it fit in the phrase there's a couple instances of that in her new song where I'm like you're such a little freak I love it I love that it just feels like she's like spilling her guts and it doesn't matter if it fits or if it's messy or makes sense however sorry sharp left I'm so glad that her new stuff didn't come out when I was in high school because I really did not need fuck me to death Lana like <laughs> I, I was in the trenches enough you
2: were in with you were, Born to Die you were in the the tunnel I was in the tunnel Boulevard. yeah under Ocean Boulevard that's the one that's the one
1: mm. what you doing to start. How long it been?
2: Well, I had to restart.
1: Five minutes.
2: So it was like twenty minutes before that. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> how so I that was about, Lana corner? Have I talked
1: about my fitness journey?
2: No. We yeah. Well, let's let's talk about our fitness journeys.
1: I just decided let's talk that about
2: our joint fitness journeys.
1: I'm a Pilates princess now.
2: <laughs> we always knew you you were.
1: Well, I made it official.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I am addicted to taking Pilates classes with women at least twice my age. It's my absolute new favorite thing in the entire fucking world.
2: You're not you when you're at Pilates.
1: No, I'm my like my true self. I feel like I've leveled up like a Pokemon. <laughs> I went from Lil' Claw Klar to Clarzard, and when I get in that reformer and I start doing those those things.
0: Clarzard totally. is things. activated. Clarzard
1: yep. <laughs> the Pilates princess. <laughs> mm. It'd be
2: so cool if someone could draw you as a Pokemon.
1: Please don't. <laughs> as, like,
2: as like a Pokemon card? Klarzard? That'd oh uh, so scary. No,
1: I got really into Class Pass. Do you know what that is?
2: Yeah, you had me sign up for it. Oh, right. Yeah. And then it denied I need, yeah, you. Yeah, and then I need to cancel it.
1: Mm. Yeah. Um, but I found this Pilates studio
2: that's Also, I'm ready to eat that whenever. Oh, just I've just, been, I've been eyeing it. I just well, want I'm to, gonna,
1: I'm going to let you have it, Put okay. a pin but in no, that. but no, but you were, you were oh. speaking,
2: I'm sorry. Okay. You're Pilates princess. So I found this Pilates Klarza. studio <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. that's like, <laughs> like below this physical therapy office. It's kind of where I used to live actually. So I like, feel like I'm right back at home. <laughs> <laughs> And the first day I went, I was like waiting in the little waiting room and it was me and one woman who's probably in her seventies. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? Because I've seen like Pilates. It's gotten, it's like gained popularity again recently, especially with TikTok, with the like rides of the Pilates princess, which is such a stupid fucking thing to say out loud. It's literally embarrassing. Yeah. Um, but girls are, like, really into it as a way to, like, be lean and toned yeah. and whatever. And weight training made me so I'm sad, happy that, like, so, like, I'm
2: happy that toned is, like, kind of the look that people seem to be going for, you know? I guess. Yeah. I, we need more, like, buff women. Canceling you know?
1: my membership right fucking now. How no. do you say buff women? <laughs> That's why I stopped we need, weight training. We need
2: absolutely shredded women.
1: Okay, well, it's weight training stressed me out. This is going to get dysmorphic for that's, a minute. That's the
2: opposite of what it's supposed to do. Oh, no.
1: Well, yeah, it was yeah. like level up in weight, lift heavy,
0: lift more,
2: lift heavy, lift more. And I
1: was like, what if I don't want to do that? And then I was listening to acoustic Sondheim covers at the gym. And I'm like, why do I leave the gym so sad?
2: Well, you only really gain muscle if you're increasing weight. You yeah, know? and I was, and I didn't. So, it was spooky. So you can still, like, it can still be like valuable to do it at a consistent weight.
1: That's not what I was doing. I was you just know, going with like a gonna, big dude who's yeah. into like But if you like bulking, condition
2: yourself to be good at like. Why are you trying to sell me on the gym? Because I think it's, I think it's cool. I think it's good. I fucking helpful. hate the gym. No, I thought you enjoyed it. You were like, no one here knows I'm listening to folklore.
1: Yeah. And then I would leave sad and I didn't like, I didn't, I didn't like the gym. I did like the guy on steroids there. He was fun. All five foot... It's funny how... He's, like, five feet tall and five feet wide. He was really... (laughs) He was just kind of like a big block walking around all just, like, sweaty. And he went from, like, chin to shoulders. It was just, like, Mm. a slope.
0: Mm -hmm. Really, like, weird
1: little patch of hairy back. He was always, Mm. like, kind of purpley red and carried one of those big-ass, like, jug water bottles. And he was always just kind of like... I never saw him actually doing any exercises. He would just kind of be, like, at a machine and then add another one. Anyway... I go to this Pilates class and I'm waiting in the little like lobby area and it's me and my 70 year old friend and she's like got her little yoga pants on and she's wearing the little Pilates shoes. They're like, they're kind of like ballet slippers. They're like a combination of a sock and a ballet slipper and she's like putting them on and I was like, oh, it's like a cute class for old ladies. This is so embarrassing that I'm here. Like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then the teacher shows up, and the teacher is only what can be described as a Zoe Dooch impersonator. (laughs) (laughs) She weirdly (laughs) looks exactly like her. (laughs) and And we go in the little room, and there's, if you've ever done reformer Pilates before, you know what a Pilates reformer is. Nick, do you know what a Pilates reformer is?
2: The person who performs the exercises?
1: A reformer. No P.
2: Oh. Uh, I don't think so.
1: Okay, it's this what? thing.
2: A Pilates reformer?
1: Yeah, it's a machine.
2: Oh, I'm sure I have. I just, it's not Oh, sure. Not, it's not going <laughs> <be> to mind.
1: <laughs> it's this little. It, I'm sure honestly, I'm not an idiot. Honestly, if you look right. at a picture of one without a person on it, it looks like a sex machine.
2: <laughs> oh, those things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not what I was You don't, you can't even tell what that is.
1: Yeah, um, oh, God, Ryan's home.
2: Surprise. Appearance. Pin in it. Should I
1: pause? Hi. Did Our you. S- oh, oh, God.
2: Wait. Cutie. That was kind of. My dad said to
1: bring him rent tomorrow. Can I have a kiss? And then I'll go back to telling my story. <laughs> Nick wants one, too.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: fiercely private. Anyway. (laughs) She loves daddy. Anyway. The room is like, honestly, probably the size of my living room. And there's like six reformers in there. So, I mean, I was expecting like a big class.
2: Clary, when you said Pilates reformer, I thought you meant someone who was like on a mission to like reform the (laughs) art of Pilates. I thought it was like a fundamentalist like ideology within <laughs> the Pilates community and I was ready to have my mind blown. I was like, Evangelical this, this Pilates is, this, used to be like a, this used to be like a, a documentary. Like, oh my God. I'm going kidding? to like a
1: mega Pilates church. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> yeah, is know. it Zoe Dutch or Zoe Dooch?
2: Girl, I, I <laughs> so honest with you, I don't know who it
1: is. Oh my fuck fucking God. I'm. The people know who Zoe Dooch I just is. didn't
2: want to slow, I knew me not knowing was gonna <laughs> it was going to slow down so I just smiled Zoe and
1: laughed. Zoe Dooch. Dooch. It's called D-E-U-D tch
2: oh, a lot. <laughs> it's an odd order of vowels and soul uh, consonants okay who okay I, I, i've never seen All right. this, never seen that woman in my life anyways who is she what's she What what is she acted in
1: i don't know i don't know where fuck it the one thing i saw her in was <sighs> flower which was what? when is that we can talk about it at a later date. okay i watched it when ryan had covid
2: Flower anyway, review I was expecting
1: like a big class With like 15 people mm-hmm. And lo and behold It was me My friend Zoe Dooch Old lady number one Old lady number two And then two women who were probably my mom's age So like okay. late 50s Maybe late 40s And I was like great Okay I'm in an old woman <laughs> class It's me and the like retirement home Let's get it So the class starts out and like if you ever taken yoga or Pilates, they always start out with like a light stretch because no one's gonna like throw you into like intense yeah strength training like that's stupid but like I forgot what the word is uh, uh
2: Can this still go on YouTube? It gets age restricted.
1: If you've ever been in a yoga or Pilates class, oh my fucking god! (laughs) If you've ever taken a yoga or Pilates class, you know they always start out with like a gentle stretch because no one's gonna like throw you into doing fucking handstands and like. I don't know, bicycle crunches (laughs) immediately. Mm -hmm. But lo and behold, every fucking time, I'm like, this is so easy in the first, like, five to ten minutes. Same thing this time. We start off with, like, some downward dogs. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm in this old lady class. Are you (laughs) fucking kidding me? This is so easy. (laughs) That was not the case because it immediately got hard and I was immediately not very good at it. And my friend with the like yoga pants and little Pilates shoes was running laps around me. Like she was crushing. Nice. She's a slay queen. Anyway, now I'm addicted to it and I've been back. I think today was my fourth or fifth class. Today was hard. Today was hard. It was also taught (laughs) by a woman whose dog I babysat in high school. And I, like, I knew it was her before the class started. I saw it on the thing, and I was like, oh, okay, I didn't put the pieces together. Like, she works in the upstairs building, and they're probably connected, like, connected businesses. Mm. Mm, It's her. And I was like, she will not remember who I am. Like, there's literally no way. Immediately. She's like, I know you. And I was like, I watched her dog.
2: (laughs) I hate that so much.
1: She was lovely. It's like,
2: well, it's like.
1: It was a nice lesson because normally I'm that so you anti- don't. no because I'm normally so antisocial. You know who I am about like don't fucking speak to me unless we're on like uh, holding each other in the pale moonlight basis. Like I don't want to talk like I don't want to talk to you unless I would also put my fingers inside of you. But honestly, I'll make an exception for her because she was so lovely, and I was literally thinking that as I left the building, I was like, wow, I had such like such a pleasant interaction with her and such a lovely little chat. I should talk to strangers more often.
2: I'm glad it turned out well.
1: Thanks. It was, I was great.
2: I was literally about to say it's kind of like relationships like that where it's like really even acknowledging each other isn't warranted even if you both know who the other person is. Like that that zone where you've met someone before but like that's it. It's like.
1: Just take me on back and shoot me. like
2: Because <laughs> like, it's like there's that's such a great area.
1: Hugely. Okay, totally. for our totally. next totally. segment, okay. Nick's going to try a cupcake that I made so I can decide if they're good enough to make for my engagement party that you guys aren't invited to. Uh.
2: Like, they're
1: like,
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we listen to this to make fun of you. I hope um, you do. I don't blame you. Okay. Am I looking for anything specific or just some general <laughs> thoughts? <laughs> Generalize. The secret
1: ingredient. Try yeah. to pick it out. <laughs> Mommy's milk. <laughs> I milked myself. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Mommy's milky cupcakes.
1: Should we be allowed to have a podcast? Mm.
2: It's only a matter of time before it gets like kicked off a
1: platform. <laughs> before we get deplatformed. Okay. Cupcake reviewer.
2: Amazing. Really? Like, absolutely Okay, incredible. let me take a little nibble. Yeah. Killed it. Yeah. I'm
1: thinking like vanilla frosting.
2: Oh, yeah. I have
1: to absolutely. make 40 of
2: them. So good. Holy shit. Oh, my God. I could never make these, but I would just eat them all.
1: You have to do a lot of Pilates afterwards.
0: (laughs) You know the rules.
2: I have to go to -to back-to-back Pilates classes if I
0: have
2: (laughs) one brownie. One day I went to Pilates eight times.
1: (laughs) That's the thing is it's so fun is I feel like I would. Something about being on that little machine that like, Cause it's all controlled by springs and tension. So you're kind of like, even if you are like pulling or like pushing, it's all body weight and tension. So it kind of, it feels, it's fun. It feels like you're like playing on the playground almost. Yeah. Or like it has the same energy as like being on a trampoline where like you're jumping, but also like the springs are there and like you can get tired, but it's still like so much fun that you like, want to keep doing it even when you're tired. That I could do like eight back to back Pilates classes. Dude,
2: trampolines get me so exhausted now as an adult. Like, That's the
1: saddest fucking sentence exp- exp- I've heard all day.
2: Exponentially, like, the, the time shortened of, like, when I get tired. Because, God, I used to do that for hours. and I would. But, I mean, I would also do it through the exhaustion. But also, as I've gotten older, it's become harder to even, like, do it through the exhaustion.
1: Nick, can you get into frame like, a little hit more? Hit a vape.
2: Oh, we got two really beautiful people. <laughs> American Gothic. Okay. Um, Wait. Love wait, 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 wait. <laughs> okay, let me read this fucking article.
1: Oh my god, that's why we're here. <sighs> okay guys being a Pilates princess.
2: I'm gonna read a New York Times opinion piece. Um New York Times JK Ruling.
1: Nick's gonna read to me because I'm illiterate and I'm gonna react live. So if you're not already watching on YouTube, I invite you to do so. If you want to see live reactions and what I what I look like. Okay. Don't look at me.
2: Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> All right. New York Times opinion piece by Pamela Paul. Can we have her on? Called in, de- <laughs> in Defense of J.K. Rowling. And this was published 19 hours ago.
1: That's a cunt picture of J.K.
2: No, it's pretty. <laughs> Say what you want about the New York Times. They know how to pick a profile. She's
1: like. Yeah. Give, I hate
2: trans people. <laughs> like, the ter- she's, she's this, is the, this is the turfiest stamp. She's
1: literally giving, and what about it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Lay it on me. We may cut this down if it proves to be too long.
1: Absolutely. This is all off the dome. Okay.
2: All right. These are quotes Trans people need and deserve protection. I believe the majority of trans-identified people not only pose zero threat to others but are vulnerable. I respect every trans person's right to live in, to live any way that feels authentic and comfortable to them. Pin on it. I feel,
1: I, I like. <laughs> You've immediately lost me. Are these J.K. quotes? Yes. Okay. She does that thing repeatedly, where rather than just saying like, "trans rights," she's like. I believe that any person identifying as anything should be allowed to live in whatever way they so desire, so long as everyone is consenting and it's all within the law. I'm like, why did you have to make that so long-winded and stupid?
2: <laughs> like, Just say qualifiers. like
1: all the qualifiers. Yeah. It's it is so fucking. She does that, and it drives me fucking nuts.
2: Well, it's also like it makes the whole thing like so much more insidious and this like op- and like opaque. Where she's like, simu- she's able to like fall back on like quotes like these that always have like these are like that always have. There's always more to these. There's always like something after or something before. Well, they all sound like they you know?
1: could have but at the end of them.
2: Yeah, and like they they literally do. Um, like I saw a video, I saw a YouTube video that was just covering like the different like people J.K. Rowling has like publicly associated with. Like both like in person and like on Twitter and stuff, uh-huh. and it's like some really like real real nasty motherfuckers over in the UK who are like, All like them. even like even associated with like, uh, I guess like nonprofits or whatever in the UK that are like super conservative and want to like roll back abortion rights and <sighs> roll back gay marriage and. A whole host of other issues that she supposedly supports. She has said she supports abortion. I believe, I believe. I'm pretty confident on that, um, and that she's pro-choice. And yeah, and like,
1: okay, Joanne,
2: touting herself as like being able to like have gay people in her stories <laughs> or whatever, like saying that she supports gay people or whatever. Okay, well, and and so she's working with organizations that go directly against that. Because they have the common interest of, like, taking away rights from trans people in the UK. I love how really, really four sentences into it. I know. I'm sorry. I'll
1: shut my mouth while you read to me. Okay. Sorry.
2: Um, all right.
1: I just wanted to start with that because I know that really are dumbass qualifiers.
2: I feel nothing but empathy and solidarity with trans women who've been abused by men. And it's like, I would hope so.
1: What a fucking lukewarm take.
2: It's like if you (laughs) What? I feel empathy for victims of abuse, regardless of their gender. It's like (laughs) it's just bare min like this is all like this is all bare minimum stuff. Yeah. Regarding just like
1: things that you shouldn't have to say.
2: The thing is, is that it's like even if you even even if you like think like transgender is a whole bunch of hokey pokey nonsense or whatever. (laughs) Like, even if you thought that, yeah, it's like, we live in a free country. And if someone decides that they like want to start living their life in like a different way and like expressing themselves differently and like changing their body under the supervision of a doctor um, in order to like fulfill that, it's just such a bizarre it's so weird to twist that into this like fear-based thing of yeah. like pretending like there's uh, an inherent threat of danger associated with like with that process almost sure yeah um and it's just and it just it, like confuses me I, I don't understand like why it's why like i don't get the problem <laughs>
1: I don't either, and I don't have an answer for you, but I would love to hear the rest of this article.
2: Okay. He's bad. Okay. These statements were written by J.K. Rowling, the author of the Harry Potter series. a human, ra- <laughs> A human rights activist and, a- <laughs> okay. according to a noisy fringe of the internet and a number of powerful transgender rights activists and LGBTQ lobbying groups, a transphobe, Great framing.
1: You can have one of those.
2: Great framing. Here's this woman. Here are some facts about her, including that she's a human rights activist. And here's how these like the small group of annoying little packets are like. like <laughs> Jesus. So condescending. But
1: Nick, I thought she stood uh. with trans women who suffered from abuse. <laughs>
2: Even many of Rowling's devoted fans have made this accusation. In 2020, the Leaky Cauldron, one of the biggest Harry Potter fan sites, claimed that Rowling had endorsed harmful and disproven beliefs about what it means to be a transgender person, letting members know it would avoid featuring quotes from and photos of the author. That's like so... Don't look at her. That's so hard for your own fan site.
0: No, (laughs) absolutely. Your
2: photo and your name is not allowed
1: dude okay but at the same time like as much as i don't agree with her it almost makes sense to me why she's like just continues to double down i mean like when you lose your fan base when everyone's turning against you i you're
2: going to run to the people who are agreeing with you
1: absolutely yeah. it's so yeah. much easier to run to the people who are agreeing with you <laughs> than to apologize backtrack educate yourself like whatever
2: or like even Realize that you may have like actually Well made... she's
1: clearly got like the world's most inflated ego also and I mean how could she not? Like yeah. that's the real in defense was, of JK Rowling here. The
2: Bible. Um <laughs> uh other critics have advocated that bookstores pull her books from the shelves and some bookstores have done so. She has also been subjected to verbal abuse, doxing, and threats of sexual and other physical violence, including de- including death threats. And obviously none of that's okay.
1: Are you gonna come out as what's your stance on death threats? On death,
2: (laughs) my hot take on the death threat—the death death threat
1: activist who doesn't believe in death threats or doxing.
2: Ugh, the death threat. I mean, I I really don't like one on principle, but also it's like not it's not helpful. (laughs) Keep it to yourself.
1: (laughs) Like, if you want to kill someone's about, just do it. You know what I mean. Quit threatening. <laughs> sorry.
2: Words are meaningless without action. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. um, sorry, I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm
2: sorry. I am sorry i am sorry i am sorry i can remember. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, now, in rare and wide-ranging interviews for the podcast series, The Witch Trials of J.K. Rowling, which is the podcast that ContraPoints was talking about in that thread mm-hmm. that I read declaring before this, which begins next week. It's
1: story time hour.
2: Rowling is sharing her experiences. I have had direct threats of violence and I have had people coming to my house where my kids live and I have had my address posted online. She says in one of the interviews. I've had what the police anyway would regard as credible threats. This campaign against Rowling is as dangerous as it is absurd. Okay, here we go. The brutal stabbing of Salman Rushdie last summer is a forceful reminder of what can happen when when writers are demonized and in this is just fascinating like like the framing of this is like yeah really and i'm like i'm impressed with the author of this for being able to fra- <laughs> to be able to frame it this way to yeah uh yeah okay
1: it's good persuasive writing good for you
2: yeah totally because someone with like no, no prior information. Reading this
1: would be like, wow, I can't believe I've done this to my
2: to my girl, Joanne. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, I'm going to go buy seven copies of Harry Potter. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the brutal blah blah blah. When writers are demonized, and in Rowling's case, the characterization of her as a transphobe doesn't square with her actual views. So why would anyone? <laughs> That's so embarrassing. The New York Times. <laughs> it's like...
1: New York crimes for real. New York...
2: New York boring. So why would anyone accuse her?
1: So real for that. So one.
2: real. Um, so why would anyone accuse her of transphobia? Surely Rowling must have played some part. You might think you might.
1: Girl, the Twitter receipts are yeah, all there. Like... What do you mean? You might think.
2: That line of, like, sleep with any consenting adult who'll have you is so, it's, it's like Regina George. Like
1: It's the same energy as the, like, bathroom signs that's, like, a man, a woman, a mermaid, a centaur. And it's like, whatever, just wash your hands.
2: <laughs> Whether you're a man or centaur, I enjoy feeling seen. Um i like turn show your
1: haunches um (laughs)
2: Um, whatever
1: you are just wash your haunches
2: here we go the answer is straightforward because she has asserted the right to spaces for biological women only such as domestic abuse shelters and sex segregated prisons because she has insisted that when it comes to determining a person's legal gender status Self-declared gender identity is insufficient. I have a question. What's up?
1: Why does J.K. Rowling care about sex-segregated prisons? Does she Is she like planning on doing a stay in prison or something? like well, That it, does not pertain to you. She, that would be like if I was suddenly... She's like,
2: I don't want to go to prison and be next to a person. She's she's probably scared she's going to get arrested for something that we don't know about. You know? Uh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs>
1: I mean, because otherwise, that's weird. That's like me suddenly like deciding that churches need to like segregate based on like something. Mm-hmm. I don't go to church and I don't plan on going to church. Why do I care who goes to church? That has that energy. What do you mean? What do you mean? Ginevra K. Rowling. <laughs> like... Ginevra with a J.
2: What did this say? Okay. So, kind of the... Low-key, the entire point of Laverne Cox's character in Orange is the New Black mm-hmm. was to kind of show how crazy it would be to have a trans woman in a men's prison. Yeah. Like, the co- the idea of that is so... I'm like... Like, the, the, the fact that J.K. Rowling thinks a single trans woman in a prison <laughs> is, like, more dangerous. And a single trans woman in a woman's prison is more dangerous than a single trans woman in a men's prison. Which are... Men's prisons are notoriously much more violent. Yeah. But like, it's just, like... If you don't think that that trans woman is is going to have a hard time, to say the least, in a men's okay, prison. Okay,
1: so let's let's sure let's humor Ginevra for a <laughs> minute here. You think that this one, you think Laverne Cox in this woman's prison, is so going to be so dangerous to all your other biological girlies in prison? And you just desperately want, like, what is with this, like, strange, desperate need to protect all these biological female prisoners that you don't know? Like, (laughs) that's where you're really, really losing me. It just seems like such a weird, it's not that I agree, but I could, like, like, I guess see where you're coming from if it was, like, some circle that you were a part of. But to my knowledge, you're not hanging out in prison, so why do you care? Just let people do it. makes them feel good. <laughs> In prison.
2: In prison. Well, okay. Well, okay. Then she's saying- Sorry, that's it. That, um, I'm hung up on that one. She's insisted that when it comes to determining a person's legal gender status, self-declared gender identity is insufficient. So she's she doesn't think that-
1: Who cares? That, <laughs> Who
2: cares? So, I, th- I mean, I think the fear is that some, like, scary m- male predator- <laughs> Scary voice effect <laughs> insert here. <laughs> some male predator is male predator. Yeah, just like the SVU, like dun dun male <laughs> predator, dun dun. There you go. That'd be our band, male predator. Um, <laughs> oh. that like some male predator is going to like say I'm a woman, and that the court will like legally have to recognize that and then put this man who's saying he's a woman, but isn't actually into a woman's prison just because like he said he was a woman. Like sure. that's her, that's her fear. And it's like saying that all out loud. I know it's so stupid. Um, <laughs> I know like the dogs, a hearing, my, hearing myself say that out loud. I'm like, what a wild scenario that what like
1: a fake fucking scenario
2: that, like, okay, if that starts happening in mass. Like let's ma- reassess. Let's reevaluate. Because I think that would be, I think that would, that that's a problem that would last like a week. You know? <laughs> yeah. If all the men who were about to go to prison were like, um, actually, <laughs> I'm a woman. And the court was like, oh shit, all right. To the woman's prison you go. And then the woman's prison just becomes a men's prison. Because there's. More male prisoners. Sure. Um, then, yeah. Then we can reassess. But I mean, that'd be a, thats a funny premise for like a TV show. Let's write it. Um,
0: keep
1: reading to me, Paolo. Oh God. Mm.
2: All right. Okay. Because she has expressed skepticism about phrases like "people who menstruate" in reference to biological women. I'm not arguing with her there. People who menstruate, it's clunky. It's it's clunky. It's a little long. It feels. If, it's, if, if you, it somehow feels like dehumanizing in a way, mm. I don't know.
1: I don't disagree. because little... it, it
2: kind of implies that, like, it's like that's their defining feature is that they mm. menstruate. You know.
1: That's a good point. Kind of, it just feels I too clinical for me. Like, I feel yeah. like I'm, I like, my urethra.
2: No, I feel like I need to have scrubs on. Big if I'm time. saying people <laughs> who wear my gloves, that's um, my scalpel. So, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get your uterus chopped out? Because she has defended herself and, far more important, supported others, including detransitioners and feminist scholars who have come under attack from trans activists. And because she followed on Twitter and praised some of the work of Magdalene Burns, a lesbian feminist who had made incendiary comments about transgender people. R.I.P. Not including the incendiary comments for you to read in the article. So you can't really make a a judgment yourself. No, but they're there. You can go find them yourself. Yeah. Why don't you call trans people blackface actors? You might disagree, perhaps strongly, with Rowling's views and actions here. You may believe that the prevalence of violence against transgender people means that airing any views contrary to those of vocal trans activists will aggravate animus towards a vulnerable population. But nothing Rowling has said qualifies as transphobic. Not including any of the quotes that people actually point to. No one's point no one's pointing. Was this it. The
1: article written by like ChatGBT? The, <laughs> like this it they're just saying things. But with no like
2: She is not disputing the existence of gender dysphoria. She is and now okay, and what's interesting is now the author is like defining what is transphobic. Why? Well did she didn't, she didn't do these things, so she's not transphobic. Not including the things that
1: she didn't do violent hate crimes yep. against trans people. She's clearly not transphobic. Thank you,
2: Joanne. She has never voiced opposition to allowing people to transition under evidence-based therapeutic and medical care. She is not denying trans den- transgender people equal pay or housing. There is no evidence. Yeah, that'd
1: be fucking monstrous if yeah. she was trying to.
2: <laughs> there is no evidence that she has put that she is putting trans people quote in danger as has been claimed, nor is she denying their right to exist. Take it from one of her former critics, E.J. Rosetta or Rosetta? I don't know. Rosetta? a A journalist who once denounced Rowling for her supposed transphobia was commissioned last year to write an article called 20 transphobic J.K. Rowling Quotes We're Done With Sounds like really great journalism work. after 12 after 12 weeks of re- fucking roaster after 12 weeks of reporting and reading rosetta wrote i've not found a single truly transphobic message so it's a bunch of cis people defining what transphobic is
1: yeah this article just feels like
2: on twitter she declared cis you're people burning- are like
1: patting themselves in the back and saying like i don't i don't think you're transphobic you're do you pr- think i'm transphobic <laughs> no okay well it sounds like neither of us are transphobic <laughs> It's like, let's hear from the audience, perhaps.
2: (laughs) On Twitter, she declared, you're burning the wrong witch. For the record, I, too, read all of Rowling's books, including the crime novels written under the pen name Robert Galbraith, and came up empty-handed. Those who have parsed her work for transgressions have objected to the fact that in one of her Galbraith novels, she included a transgender character, and that in another of these novels, a killer occasionally disguises himself by dressing as a woman. Needless to say, it takes a certain kind of person to see this as evidence of bigotry. What when, kind of person? When you, yeah. yeah what kind of person Those are you talking people, about? Like, who? What? Who? Let's get specific. Who? Well, who? I just
1: want to know who? Who? Her.
2: Um. <laughs> this is I, an embarrassing I article. I don't even know. I don't even know how to respond to that. I mean. This is embarrassing. It's like when you make your, like pretty much your entire public identity around this issue. And then you include shit like that in your book. It's just like a killer who happened to sometimes dress like a woman. And it's like, well, there was more in the book to that. And also acting as if like the image of like a predatory, like man in a dress isn't like how a lot of like
1: fear mongering works, a lot of fear mongering works
2: and how like that's been like the stereotype for like so long. Absolutely. And that's how a lot of people like probably like still like think of it.
1: Well, that's clearly what she's picturing when she's yeah exactly talking about like not wanting trans women in women's prisons. I mean, she's picturing like a man in a dress. Yeah. So like, don't act like her stupid whatever book was so harmless and like just it just happened. She just happened to also write this character. Hello.
2: This isn't the first time Rowling and her work have been condemned by ideologues.
1: Also, who is, I'm sorry, who is writing this article and why do they want to like kiss Joanne so bad?
2: It's weird. It's weird. This is weird. It's (laughs) weird. It's weird behavior. It's weird. Jesus. It's weird to be this invested. It's suspicious.
1: It's suspicious and it's embarrassing and it's pretty lesbian if you ask. (laughs) Lesbian. Lesbian. She got a big lesbian Lesbian crush crush on on you, you. JK.
2: (laughs) For years, books in the Harry Potter series were among the most banned in America. Acting like Harry Potter... Hello? ...suffered in any way.
1: Harold's doing just fine.
2: It's like, do you think some communities like ban banning that book whatever that means that doesn't mean like people come into your house and like taking them from you first of all but to like including them in banned books but they're the most popular book series like that's just gonna make the kids want it more than the kids who have it readily yeah
1: accessible. say thank you
2: jk like those books sold so much like
1: I don't care. Okay. I like. I just, I don't care. Many
2: Christians denounced the book's positive depiction of witchcraft and magic.
1: Are we talking about like literally 20
2: years ago? Literally. Some I called, don't care. Some called Rowling a heretic. Megan Phelps Roper, a former member of the Westboro Baptist Church and the author of Unfollow, a memoir of loving and leaving extremism, says the, <laughs> the podcast. Literally.
1: <laughs> God. <laughs> Our followers. <laughs> When our patrons band together and write a book. <laughs>
2: Loving and leaving.
1: I don't blame you. Uh,
2: it's literally called Unfollow. That is so funny. Unfollow. <laughs> Wish we thought she, of it. She unfollowed the Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah, the article is, um, I just skimmed through it. Um, did you
1: Did you glean anything from it, Nick? It's
2: pretty much the same thing. Over and over it like
1: Yeah, it was um, starting to get repetitive. Maybe that's it, why I was starting to fall
2: asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Wake <I> God Um, <laughs> no! what got. um no! It got it got repetitive and it's it's just talking about her um as like pretty much as like a victim and like a defender instead of, you know, an an aggravator. I mean haves. I guess I don't know what I was expecting. And like and it's Ex-
1: turf defense, probably written by like a turf, a turf who like wants to make out with her. I I don't know what I was, yeah, expecting to get out of that. But uh, is this woman gonna have a career? That was so embarrassing, and I feel like people are dragging that article on Twitter at least. Well, uh, man. or is it just gonna make her like triple down?
2: Well, the only, like, real example that they use is, like, what she's speaking out about is, like, the self-identification thing. Sure. You know? Um, Which I think is probably the... How do I word this? Probably the... um, Because they think that's, like, their best shot at, like, convincing... Sure. um, most, Most, Most people.
1: Most digestible...
2: Yeah, I think that's the thing that they can, like, kind of use as, like, being set, uh, uh, what most people would view as, like, a very reasonable sure. thing, uh, you know? Um, so they're, like, really, like, hammering that home as what she's uh, just defending or whatever.
1: The lack of receipts in that, it's like <laughs> there were some tweets that were quote transphobic question mark that we will not be showing or -hmm. referring to whatsoever but people claim she like she said some shit not like there's literally thousands of twitter threads like (laughs) of everything problematic she's done and said and And
2: it's sad because like no one's gonna like do any like extra research after reading that
1: Okay, but also And it's also
2: it's gonna be like shared it's gonna be shared by like so many people like But who doesn't know like it's gonna be shared by so many people calling her like like being very upset about the article uh and then people who don't have an opinion or have or who sympathize with JK Rowling are going to read the article and also be able to post about it and be like, see people are mad about this, even though this is the most like level headed Mm. objective take you know
1: yeah which i mean i guess will put us right back to where we were like yeah i don't think we're moving anywhere and like i don't think
2: people are just moving opposite directions on this one
1: yeah exactly it's not like like
2: two ships that have passed in the night
1: and we just continue many nights ago (laughs) yeah (laughs) midnight's become my afternoons
2: yeah hello thank you so much for listening um remember the past 67 episodes when i told you that Clare's instagram is the grease trap queen so that is um that's not the truth uh Clare's new instagram is <laughs> Clare j smith at clarae j smith and me nick my instagram is at nick curl <laughs> um yeah so thank you for listening like i already said i hate recording these little outros because i know no one listens <laughs> <laughs> but you can also follow the podcast on instagram at brain girls you can go to our website to submit any stories uh that you have on your own that you want us to read on air at brain you can also get merch there And you can support us on Patreon for bonus content at patreon.com slash braincellgirls. And yeah, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it.